Hey, welcome to Real Talk episode 201. I'm Todd. This is AJ, and we're back. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a week. Uh, we got a special, special treat for you folks special. that are out there. I've learned that many of you that are not long-term listeners listen to about 15 seconds. I've already lost you. But there's someone behind the camera, and he's a cowboy. Ooh. What is that? Because anyway. I want to be a... Why'd you gotta go? have to go with Kid Rock? Of all the cowboy songs you could have chosen. That's like the only one I know. <laughs> I don't know why you're so angry about it. But anyway, behind the mic <laughs> know, is, uh, is the man, the myth. You've heard us talk about him. You're probably expecting a southern drawl, but you're not going to get it. You may not hear nothing, because I don't know if he'll speak. Um, <laughs> well, is his mic hooked up? Who knows? <laughs> so, uh, Cowboy Kenny has joined us for the day. Cowboy? Hey, what's up, guys? Man, he sounds cool. <laughs> you sound like a mix of Logan Paul, but not being a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Logan, I'll still box you anytime, anywhere. That's anyway. right, man. And your right. brother lost. <laughs> So, what's real talk if you're still here? You're not. But if you were, it's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Somewhere in the description of this video, podcast, link, etc., or perhaps just in your, you'll just hear it, is, is uh, www, the link is www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. The real in that is, of course, R-E-A-L, www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. Click the link, go down to the bottom of the page, hit submit a question, fill out the box, Form fillable box with your question, your comment, your article, whatever. Hit submit. It goes into our database completely anonymously. Couldn't find you if we tried. And trust me, there's been times we've tried. Oh, it's impossible. Have. So uh, really, we're just here to you know give you an opportunity, a platform to ask questions in a place that's safe, anonymous, and maybe you know you maybe you're a Christian that has some awkward questions and you mm -hmm. don't know who to ask. Well, here you go. We're not going to be able to know who you are. Or maybe you're not a Christian. You're someone who's curious, but you don't have anyone to ask those questions. Mm -hmm. We're here. That's it. It's good, we man. don't promise to always have all the perfect answers or right answers, but we do promise to take them seriously, and we'll tell you if we don't know. Absolutely, man. I because I you can I can tell you right now I can't speak, but I also can tell you that I do not know everything. So that was one of the funniest dude sentences you've ever seen or said. <laughs> you can tell we've taken a week off. Yeah, dude. I want everyone to understand yeah, right dude. before the show went on. I looked at AJ very earnestly and said, We're professionals. And we showed very quickly that, that we're not. We're not. <laughs> anyway, so we got a lot of questions to catch up on. We so realized in a week, and I blame Funturn Clint for this. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to say it right now. He's not here to defend himself. It's a perfect time to say it. He is to blame for this because we let him put the questions on our show notes together. And what yep. we've realized, he's, he's been a bit sneaky deaky. Sneaky deaky. And he has not put all of them on here. <laughs> so, Funturn, shame, shame. Shame, shame, man. Anyway. Real quick. Sorry about the week off, guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's Sorry about the week off. Now, I did have a random thing that yeah. just popped in my head. Mm -hmm. It's an idea, which, okay. I know that ideas are usually just ideas. <laughs> but sure. Yeah, no one believes us. I don't either. So you, you were doing the spiel about, you know, our questions, right? Sure. And I was like, you know what, man? You know what would be cool is if we did, because I've, I've heard of this before. Uh -huh. I think you've actually told me about this. Uh-huh. But there, there are shirts that have QR codes on them. Uh -huh. And how cool would it be if we had like a Real Talk shirt that had like a, like Ask Us Anything on it, and it just had our QR code that would take us directly to the link. That's a great idea. That'd, that'd be so cool. It's really man. cool. That'd be, that's going to be neat when someone steals that idea from us like the other show did. Oh, blast. I'm not even going to tell their name. Sorry, anyway, that's a great idea. Yeah. I get mad every time I say our spiel. <laughs> there is a show. Less than an about an hour away from us, from our hometown. We're mm -hmm. both weirdly guys. This is a story we've never talked about, even though we never knew each other. We are from the same region. 
It's true, man. We like to call it the region. The region. 574, yeah. baby. Let's go. Represent. Regardless, uh, they have stolen our idea, including our name. Oh, yeah. And even, you can't just add even our catchphrase mm-hmm. has been stolen. Yeah, and man. I have challenged them publicly on our show, which shows they do not listen to us. <laughs> but true, I'll say man. it again. I can't remember their names. But you two guys, you, I know you know who we are. Because your last sentence always matches my last sentence. <laughs> it's okay? True, so get a hold of us. Use the link. We want to talk to you. We want to put this rivalry to rest. That's right, man. We're sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, that is a great idea. Yeah, man. I just popped my head and I was like, you know what? That'd be a really cool way to actually like spread this show to people out in town and stuff, you know? And like, what's that? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> um, you know what I realized? This is unrelated to any of this, and I'm gonna say it because people are gonna hear me going. Something about this room, this studio, mm-hmm. I'm clogged up immediately, and I haven't been Dude, clogged up today. You know what, man? And guess what? There's no tissues because we're not professionals. There's nothing nearby. That's the name of this episode. Not professionals? We're yeah. not professionals. I'll write it down. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, you're right. Fun, Cowboy Kenny says, you know what? There's a box there, Todd. Nothing in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was just to make me believe. I checked right before we went on. Just to give you some hope. <laughs> I, can't, I can't breathe. So we're going to see how this goes. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're supposed to tell you about the real ones. Fan club. There's no point. We have betrayed all of them. So we'll move on. Um, it's a source of real anger for me to you. I know it is. And I think people, people, here's, here's something I need to address. I need to address this. This okay. isn't about, it is about you, but it's me. That's me. okay. So I've checked it. No, no. See, you already did it. You added to me being a monster again. No, Stay I with did me. It. Dig it. So here's, no, this isn't even your fault. I've noticed something and I have to address it to the crowd that may or may not listen and or watch, particularly watch. I look like a jerk sometimes and sound like one one because i forget people don't know us that's true always. That's but true. two i've looked at my phone so many times while you're talking about your heart <laughs> that it is like i want Gosh, you to understand dude, if dude. i didn't every time i watch it i cringe because i'm like i am the least caring person on the earth oh my gosh! no dude it's bad so everyone out there i guarantee no, they was... saw it remember that one lady that told us both we look at our phones too much yes by the way never came back nope just popped in to say uh just take a shot get at off us. your phone yeah <laughs> But I just wanted to tell you, if you go watch, I am listening because I oh, respond 100%. to it. But a couple times, you. but a couple times, mm-hmm. there was a huge long pause. And if I didn't know me, I'd go, he didn't hear a word that dude said. <laughs> so dude, just, I have to change that. It's funny you bring that up, man, because this this is so funny. Last Sunday, because you know, like in the foyer, we play real talk for people like in the foyer after service is over. Yeah. Well, they were playing episode, oh, boy. They were playing episode 199, which is the one where I got really emotional and I was crying. And I was like, I, I just, I, I just happened to look over, and I was like, this is awkward. I'm watching myself cry. This is weird. And I, I can't remember. I was around a couple people. I don't remember who it was. But then they go, Yeah, man, look at Todd, just looking at his phone while you cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's hilarious, dude? I, I promise you, I didn't even hear that, but that proves my point. Who was it? Rat him out. Uh, you know who was it? It was two. Uh, I think it was somebody J-A. sarcastic. Who was J A? Oh, that sounds like him 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. I can say his first name, Josh. You know who you are. Yep. <laughs> that is 100% something he would say. Yeah, I think it was J.A. that said that. Yeah, well, at least I would cared about him. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to stop that. Dude, we, I'm so a, funny. Dude, I hate saying it. I don't like the word busy because everyone's busy. Mm-hmm. I get blown up a lot, man. But you then, do, I, man. you know, when I say this, the people that actually want to talk to me, because no one really wants to, won't ever text me. Because of that? 
Yeah, because because mm-hmm. they hear me say things like that. You yep. know, it's you know, which I understand why you never want to say it. That well, it's, it's yeah, it's like business stuff. It's not mm-hmm. like people. Exactly, you know? and you're you're a people person. I am. So like, no one thinks that because I don't look at you when you cry. <laughs> um, so anyway, we got a lot going on. It says catch up on our lives. Or anything you want to tell people about who you are as a human? <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, he put that article on here. Oh, that's a nice one. Anyway. Uh, one thing, one thing I would say about life lately yeah. has been, um, well, clearly, like you know, did, oh, I can't remember if we actually went into our lives in episode two hundred or not. I know one ninety nine was a doozy for me. It was a rough one, and and but it was like in a good way because like it was nice to like be able to process out loud and be able to like actually like be vulnerable because you know that's what the show is about. It's part of it. Um, I would say like I'm still in a battle, man. Like definitely still in a battle. Like you, like you're you've been very involved in that, so you know that. Um, but for those listening, maybe not. So um, yeah, just trying to like one thing I've noticed, man, is uh, and again. I, I don't. I don't ever want to make excuses. This is why I have a. Tr- I've realized I have a hard time talking about my life a lot, because I. I. Th- I have a hard time seeing the difference between excuses and reasons, which is what you've told me too. Like you've had to explain to me so many times what the difference is. But anyway, um, I struggle to do very regular things. <laughs> so like, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I just do, man. I struggle to do regular things. In life, um, so things that are easy to maybe you listening, like being able to wake up consistently, you know, like that's something I struggle with. I am one day waking up at, you know, you don't need to say the time, sure, <laughs> but like, you know, it's just, I guess I should, I can say it's different, like yeah. it's just there's different the times I wake up all the time, the yeah. amount of sleep, all that, like that would, which would be considered a regular part of somebody's life. I suck at, so like, I can get very discouraged sometimes because I'm like, dang it, dude, like, I just. This is a very easy thing that can that can really help my life, and I and I struggle with it, you know. So like for me, um, still trying to I guess what's the word? I guess lock down for lack of better better term, lock down on on just that that kind of stuff because that kind of stuff is what's really going to lead to like more changes in my life, you know. So just trying to like. Keep in mind the, the 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 everyday routine, which I, I again routines. That's another thing. I'm not good at routines either. So like, just trying to like get that stuff, you know, more locked down so that I can actually keep progressing. Because like, for me, I tend to like make a couple steps, but then like, since I am kind of inconsistent, it kind of falls away, and then even and then it feels like I'm not there anymore. It feels like I took some steps back. So it's like. <clears throat> So yeah, I'd say that's my biggest thing. I, I think that you are good with routines. I think we're this is from the outside. Mm-hmm. You think it's possible that it's actually the opposite. When your routine gets messed up, you don't know how to get it back. Ooh, actually, you know what, man? That's really good. I was just You're thinking right. about when you thought you were cruising, right? Like it was mm-hmm. stuff. There was yes. there was a natural order and routine to things. That's true, man. So maybe you're right. Yeah, like maybe I am actually good but at routines. But it got kind of messed up. Yes. And, we and I'm not good at adjusting. That's actually a good point. I think that you're right, because when I think about life... Sorry, you made a weird face, and I'm going to look like a jerk. Anyway, <laughs> um, when, when I think about life, you're right, man, because, like, <clears throat> I'm not good at curveballs, for lack of a better term. I know I'm, I'm saying a lot of weird, ominous things that may not make sense to no, most people. No, that makes complete sense. It's just you keep... I'm in a... It's, listen, man, some days I have to give this. I get That's it. what it is. Go on. Hey, don't. nation. I, I don't even remember what it is. Man. Go on. This anyway, very important. 
So back to <laughs> curveballs. <laughs> curveballs, yeah. I'm not good at life throwing me curveballs. So like, you know, if if one thing goes differently, then I don't know how to handle that. So like, um, yeah. I just don't think, man. I think that you just. I think your self. I won't say self. Your self condemnation is a big part of your issue, because like even the way you say it, some people. And now I can be the same way sometimes, but some people would be like, okay. Man, I'm gonna do better at this. It's it's something I've struggled, and you kind of like I am not good at this. Instead of you know, I'm going through a period where I'm not good at something. You're just like I am garbage. Yeah, but I know you're being honest. Saying. But sometimes I think I know that if you're telling us this, that your mm. your own self talk is probably pretty negative. Yeah, it is. Um, I would say I think the reason why I'm like that because you're right. I, I that is good. I'm thing not to criticizing point out. You either. I'm saying it's probably hard because you're you know. I don't know. It, again, it goes back to not making excuses. You mm-hmm. probably want to be like, this is what I am. That's true. I yeah. was literally about to say that. I don't want to like give people any room, I guess, to think that I'm trying to like not own own what I am. You know? Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone on the show thinks that. Mm. I don't think our audience thinks that. Uh, that's that's good because you're right. I probably don't think that. Like I'm thinking like I have to like not. I have to make sure I say things in a way where they like I'm not giving them any room to think like, well, oh, he's bro. just. I 100 percent get that, but in different ways. Yeah, so like it's, 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 it's probably it's why I'm so like show. concrete. Like, yep, I am not good at that because it's like if I if I say like, yeah, like, I'm oh going... really, you're terrible. Exactly. This. Yeah. Exactly. They're like, well, he's not being truthful. This is called real talk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The most generic name in the world. That's right. So it's like that someone that's, stole. It's probably why I'm like that. But yeah. It's, I appreciate you saying that, dude, yeah. because like that actually really like helped me like kind of like wrap my head around it more. Like it's it's not that I am not good at routines. It's just more I'm not good at adjusting to when things don't go as planned. Sure. So, you know, that's just one part of many that I'm trying to work on. Um, <clears throat> I will say this, I guess, you know, because like you said, I tend to just be a self hater all, all the time. I do feel like one thing that I am I am grateful for that I think I am good at is that I do tend to be able to take most of the time have a positive attitude um, and and have like a joyful outlook, mm-hmm. at least True. at least externally. <laughs> so um, that so I guess for me like being, it is a gift you have, man. Thank you. And like being a part, you know, for those of you who've listened for a while, you know that part of my life has just been, you know, it has been a wild ride for for a while now. So like just real up and down. So for me. Um, <clears throat> I guess I am proud of myself for being able to still continually, you know, inconsistently give people that that positive external outlook because sure. that is important because, like, people don't want to be around someone who's just down all the time. So, <clears throat> yeah. So that's where I'm at. Huh. What about you, man? <laughs> How's your I was still doing? thinking about what you said. Oh, my bad. No, 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 no. I, I just didn't want you to think I was being weird. <laughs> um, well, I appreciate sharing that stuff, man. Um, and I mean, one of the things I encourage you with is you don't, you're not giving up, uh, you know, that's, you've had a, you've had, you haven't had that kind of like, I'm just going to quit mentality lately, which I think has been, been cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. Cause you, you've even went out to say like, Hey, I'm not going to quit. Mm-hmm. Whereas before you'd be like, I don't know. It's you know? true. <laughs> um, as far as I, how I'm doing, I'm exhausted, man. I, mm-hmm. I am, <laughs> there's people I think part of the issue with this show is people end up seeing a lot of our faults yeah. because we are being real and like they see the patterns like we see them too. And one of them for me, I'm exhausted, man. I realized today, I don't even tell you guys, like I'm legitimately exhausted, like physically, physically, you know, that one I don't admit a lot, but mm-hmm. I'm physically exhausted. And I've realized that I'm to the point now 
that my physical exhaustion and mental exhaustion, all that is making me not as effective. Now that seems like a duh to a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but like for me, that's never like, I just keep pushing. It's like, man, I'm not effective. I'm not, my drive's gone down. So like, uh, it's just not a good time for that to happen. (laughs) We got a lot going on and uh, I need to be a better leader and I need to be a better, and I just, I'm not, I haven't been something I got to do better at. And and it coincides with the same stuff, man. The more you're in the word and like letting yourself be a part of that and be in that moment and not just as a thing to check off, you know, um, slowing down, resting, resting, not resting, man, is, is not good. Jesus rested all the time. So that's just something I got to do better. Mm-hmm. The other thing I've been pondering lately is the idea of really this show. Like, I was thinking if I wasn't a pastor, or like, mm-hmm. even though I hate that term, I don't even like telling some of you all that. If I wasn't, I would be a lot more real with you. Yeah, I remember and, this conversation. Yeah, and like even, there's some things I haven't even talked to you guys about, about my faith, because I can't, not because I'm afraid of you guys out there who, I mean, clearly we've had enemies jump on this show, right? Yeah. There's been people that literally got on this show, sent us, I don't want to go into that's another ridiculous thing, but pretended to, yeah, Anyway, um, so I don't want to ever reflect on the church that sponsors the show. You know what I mean? Or reflect on people. Yeah. And and I'm and so, but at the same time, then I'm like, man, am I being honest? Like, or I don't want to mess with our church members that listen. Mm. Some of them may not be able to handle me being in that place. It's a, it's a weird like <sighs> dynamic, man. I get that. This tribe series goes even that we're in right now, kind of talking about what's going on in the vision in Christianity. You know, I've had a lot of thoughts, man, about a lot of things lately. You know, what do I, <clears throat> things that I wrestle with in my faith, um, things I would love to talk about. I haven't even talked about this stuff with you privately, some of this, because I never know what the stuff is going to cause you guys to maybe some of my close friends to like struggle. Like, I don't want to put a struggle in your head. You know what I mean? Like, mm. but so sometimes it's a wrestling. And the other day I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to start saying stuff. Um, because it, it's all weird, man. Christianity is very strange. I hate the word, and that sounds so new age and so you know woke, because a lot of the woke people and there and I, we probably lost a bunch of people. Like, why are you woke? You know, listen, this is, I don't mean that politically. I just mean sort of that it it is very liberal leaning theology, which isn't real. I'm sorry, you know. Mm-hmm. It's I if you if that offends you in the show, it's probably not the show for you anyway. Um, but. <clears throat> There is, so I understand it sounds that way, but the whole thing is so bizarre to me, man. Mm. And the more I get involved with church culture sometimes, the more annoyed I get. And the Mm. more like, not annoyed's not even the right word. I get confused. It confuses me. And I find myself caught up in that culture sometimes. And that makes me so angry at myself because I've always been like, no, I'm not going to. And it's so easy to get caught up in it. It is, It's so easy to, like, you know, get sucked into this is what you do. This is why you do it. And some things that have happened lately, being forced to, like, walk some stuff out with people that are close to us that have, like, in sin, you know, it puts things in a perspective that's a lot more complicated than the church wants it to be, Mm. in a way. It's complicated and it's not. And I can't go into too much detail, but I guess I'll say this. We just avoid so much in the church, man. We don't want to deal with hard things. We want things to be simple 
and we want to be able to love people as long as it doesn't cause friction. Mm. And friction, what I mean by that is like it doesn't interrupt the way things are going. You know what I mean? So we talked about this last last few days, a yeah. group of us. In fact, Cowboy Kenny was there. How it would be much easier to just kick people out, right, when they mess up. Yep. The issue with that is I would kick myself out because I am a sinner. And I am a terrible sinner, man, in the comparison to Jesus. And, you know, people are like, oh, listen, if you don't understand that you're a terrible sinner, if you're a Christian listening and you don't fathom and can't handle the fact without falling apart that you are a terrible, terrible sinner, okay, without Jesus, you, I question if you understand the situation. Now, I believe that modern Christianity, that um, some of it, it glorifies self-hate. So I'm not, I'm not saying self-hatred here. I'm saying just the realization of what I am without the Holy Spirit, okay? And you guys out there know what I'm talking about, and we pretend it's not there. And I just think of my, even to myself, and I try to be pretty real, but they're, it's funny, man, like, what we've tried to create at our church and then this show is a place where people can be real no matter what and understand that God loves them and that we can try to help them walk through that. But I don't live that myself because I don't trust in the sense, not hypocritically, but I mean, I don't trust everyone mm -hmm. because it's almost like I'm working to create something or make something that I know I'm never going to get the benefit of. Dang right. Man. And that's arrogant. And I don't mean it to sound as arrogant as it is. And I know you're like, Todd, you're all over the place a little bit, man, because it's all confusing. I would not be a Christian if it were based on us Christians at all. Mm. And I think that's for everyone seeing, I already know the Christianese words are going to say, well, of course not, Todd. It's built on Jesus. I'm like, dude, shut up. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course it's built on Jesus. But we also know in Acts 2 that when people saw how they loved each other and lived together, that people were added to them daily. So Jesus himself said, they will know you are mine by your love for one another. All these types of things, right? So there is an aspect to this hmm. of when people see what's different about us, it should, it's supposed to make them question the way they live. It's supposed to make them go, there's something better than how I'm living. Dang, dude. And I think of a guy we know, and I don't want to say his name, okay? I'll make a name up. I could say his name. Maybe. Yeah, you know what? It's a testimony. I don't think he'd be mad. Jake. You guys know what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. They may not know. Yep. A guy named Jake. I do. <clears throat> cool, cool, cool story, man. Wasn't a believer. Got mm -hmm. to be a part of him coming a believer. And one of the things he said, and it's super powerful, was he said he has a relative that had went to our church. Yep. <clears throat> and he said, it's his sister. I don't know why I made him mysterious. Like, it doesn't really, they don't know who this is. <laughs> his sister. And he said, one of the, because I asked him one time. I said, dude, what, what was the moment? Because he was a pretty staunch atheist. You knew him previously. I did. Right? I did. And, and you, by your own admission, you said he kind of like just wanted to like argue, really. And like oh, yeah, right. for sure. So there's a switch. He came for a while. And you could see it, right? We all know that. I mean, there's the, for some of you out there that may not be Christians and you're like, this is all weird. I'm telling you right now, when someone comes to know Jesus and gets filled with the Holy Spirit, which is a real thing, not in the crazy falling on the ground, but like a real change, there's a change, man. And so I think tangible. it's it's interesting when you see a guy like him, because it's so like radical. It just like blah blah blah. You're here, you're here. Something happens. You're completely different. It's dude. It's, right? it's crazy. So I'm talking to him, and he said, "Todd, you're all over the place." I'm trying to do it really fast. <sighs> he said, "I saw what my sister had and the community she had, and I realized I didn't have it, and I wanted that." Mm. Man, man. And I was like. I never told him in that moment it was powerful. And I, I honestly, I didn't even bring it up until like two weeks ago. And this was months ago he said it. But it's impacted me ever since because 
That's what it's supposed to be like. And I'm not saying that to brag on our church even, because in a lot of, I've heard other things too at times where, you know, we're just like any other church. Oh, there's clicks, you know, people say stuff like that. But I think that's so rare. How often do we reflect the positive things to the world? Mm. You know, and again, I know this to you guys in the room and some of the people in our church, it probably sounds a lot like the Tribe series. Well, that makes sense because I've been pondering this for a long time. And I got to wrestle with, I'm going to admit something to you guys right now that is hard for me to admit, dude, is I still, man, this is is me being really transparent. Mm -hmm. I don't like Christians. I don't like them. Okay? So you're like, well, Todd, I'm a Christian. I know. But I don't think of you guys like I know you are. And, I, and and it's funny, when I meet one, I don't dislike them. Mm-hmm. But the idea of a Christian in America now, I don't like it. I don't like you. I don't like how you are. I don't like how hateful you are. I And, and dude, it's an area that, like, if I'm not careful, I can become bitter. And, and that happens with me. I can, it's yeah. been a back and forth. And I don't think I'm bitter right now. But I have to be careful, man. Because yeah. I don't, I'm sometimes, dude, I don't want to be a part of that culture. Mm. And that's so, like... That's a me thing, okay? So here I go again. No, I don't give a crap. I'm playing politically correct, so I'm going to stop. No PC here. Um, some of that's me, man, in my own wounds. I see that. I know that. But some of it is we're just, we don't want to be better, man. We don't. As a whole. Now, some of you out there go, well, how dare you say that to me? I was like, yeah, man, but like, do you really think about that? Mm. Do you? If you're a Christian out there right now, and you're in a marriage, and everybody knows you're a Christian, you guys are out, and they see your marriage... Not a fake perfection, okay? So I'm not, stay with me, but does your marriage reflect Christ? Does your marriage reflect Christ to other Christians? Mm. Not in your perfection, but how you approach things. Do you follow the Bible? Do we follow the Bible? And we've kind of been wrestling with this, and and guys, help me if I'm all over, because you can help me ask Mm -hmm. ask me questions. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking about what we've been kind of going through with someone close to us. Yeah. Okay? Walking through some stuff with this person. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a tough situation, man. It is. And I sit here and I think about, like, what does that look like? Like, I, you just don't see it. It's hard that we can't look somewhere and say, this is how you handle that. Unless we want to just get rid of the person, right? That's because how, you're right. Tell me if I'm wrong. You know, Cowboy Kenny's been involved in more churches than we have, right? And he's going to yeah. tell you. But, I mean, 90% of the time, this guy's not in our church anymore, right? I mean, this person. Right, he, that's not going to happen. They're gone. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like they, he would have been. I don't. I don't think it would have got to this point. Like I think it would have been like years. Sure. Way At least before. six like, months, seven months. Yeah. I'm thinking like most churches wouldn't have kept him in the first place because of who, he, by how he is. Yeah, I mean, if if you think about the stuff that he said, like his previous church, it kind of seemed like they were already kind of pushing him out like uh-huh. and that's why a lot of people get hurt by churches and don't like them mm. dude and that and you just made me think of something else and i think where i'm what it comes down to and i'm wondering i'm throwing this out i'll try to wrap up my thoughts on it but you you made a good point it's good stuff man do you think what it seems like we do because you brought up his old church is we love people where they're at at the beginning but mm-hmm. there's an expectation that they need to get in line you know what I mean by that? They need to acclimate. They got it. Like, this, you're going to, okay, now you've done this for three, four months, whatever. Now, guess what? You need to learn the rules. We don't talk about this. We do talk about this. We don't act this way. We do act that way. And it's like, here's the thing, man. People aren't that clean. They're not that. It's like we. Pe- 
that that's awesome. It's great if somebody has a because you can have a healthy family and not be Christian. Okay, mm. it's great if you grow up in a Christian home and you come and you know the rules and you you act a certain way. But dude, we're supposed to go preach, you know, go tell the gospel to all nations, right? All people. Yeah. That tells me these people are not going to know the rules, mm. you know, and it's the expectation to get in line. And if you and if you you take too long, but we don't say how long that is, you're not a part of us anymore. You get what I mean? Yeah, man. It's like you. I was just thinking like it's it's a weird like it's almost like you give them this weird like grace period of like how they act or whatever mm-hmm. or what they do, and then once that grace period is over, like there's just like you said, there's a strange tension. Yeah, man, you're supposed to play by, and it's not even, we're not even talking about the sin stuff, just. No, just, just culture. Well, you don't talk loud, and you don't talk this, and you don't do that, and you don't act like this, and it's like, listen, man, can we just be honest? There's weird people in the world. Yeah. There's weird people. Mm-hmm. Some of you out there are weird people, okay? Yeah. And what what is weird? Weird just means social norms. You might be outside the box. You know what? Jesus wants you too. Mm. Amen. Jesus yeah. wants you too, but you know what? There is, if you don't. That's what I'm trying to say when I talk about this, man. I don't even know what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Is like how sometimes I feel like I'm the only person that's acknowledging. I mean, I know you guys are mm-hmm. my friends and stuff. Acknowledging this weird culture that we are supposed to become if we're a Christian. Yeah, it is strange. And if you man, don't fit like, in it, you're a weirdo. And it, like you said earlier, it is it is strange that this this culture can very. It, it's weird how it can leak everywhere. Like it can leak into like it doesn't matter what church you are, where you're at. Like that that culture can leak into your church. You think about this? Yeah, exactly. It's okay, strange. Well, dude, it's in our church. And before Definitely. I say it isn't, I mean, some of you that listen that go to us at our church, and some of you that don't. Okay, if you're already annoyed, sorry, but you know, we I, I just. And then, and if you've listened to the show a long time, I've brought this up a lot, and it's it's just something I see all the time, man. And I'm mad at myself sometimes. You know, a Samaritan to a Jew in Jesus' time would have been a weirdo. Mm. You understand that, like, and some of you don't have any clue what I'm talking about. Um, you know, Samaritans were sort of the enemies of the Jews. They were sort of like considered the a population, the descendants of some people where the Jews had bred with these pagan people, right? Kind of. Mm. This is the gist of it. Make it easy to understand. Yeah. And so these Samaritans, they said, because your descendants did this, you're separate from us, even though they worship the same God. And Jesus went to them. He went to these people, you know? Mm-hmm. And even some of the people we see in the Bible, if you just thought about them as people, they're weird people, man. There's a guy, a little short midget man. He's not a midget, but I'm, I shouldn't have said that. Apparently, that's politically incorrect. <laughs> a very short man. I just lost. I just lost twelve viewers. Um, <laughs> a very short guy. Okay. Yeah. Dwarf. He's not really a dwarf, but he's very short. It says. Yeah. Guy climbs a tree. Okay. This guy climbs a tree, yelling for Jesus. If that happened today, some guy's trying to. He's like, let me in. We would say that guy's a weirdo. Oh, absolutely. Or how about this? Some dudes take their friend up on a roof, cut a hole in the ceiling, and Lord. lower the guy down. Mm-hmm. You know what we would say? They're psychopaths. Oh, yeah. Right? It's true. I don't know, man. I just, I, I'm still trying to wrestle with uh, my own. So, wrapping it back up. I think sometimes that's part of what my negativity is I get, I get jaded, man. I, it's, it's easy for me to get bitter. And I don't. I shouldn't even have to say this. I don't think I am the perfect example of a Christian. I just said, I do this too. Mm-hmm. And I can actually do it in a weird way. Like, I can hate who I declare are Pharisees. If I think a person's a Pharisee, I hate them. 
Mm. Like that's so sinful and wrong. Because Jesus preached to them too, man. And um, they have a lot. They can teach stuff. Some of them came to know Jesus. Well, maybe one, right? That's good, man. I just, it's so hard for me, man. Because I I guess I bring a lot of myself, because I got saved later in life, you know, and a lot of my family's wounds and like the way that we act. I just never knew Jesus was who he was Mm. based on Christians. Now, there were a few I met in my life that I did go, as a kid even, or a, a you know, young teenager, I'd say, that's a really kind person. That's a good person. And you know what's mm. funny, man? Those people stay in my head. And like now that I am a believer, I look back and go, man, they were radical. Whew. Like this girl named Stephanie, I brought this up in a, in a sermon a few weeks ago. She was radical, man. Mm. And I, you know, it'd be cool if I ever talked to her again in my life, because I'd be like, thanks for being radical. Even Heck though I didn't yeah, get man. what you were. That's really cool. You were radical. I hope that can happen, you know, to to some extent. Because she was really pretty. She could have done anything she wanted in that high school. And it wasn't like she was an outcast or anything, but she she just had morals, man. You know, like, Mm. and I remember the fact that she didn't date a lot. I don't know if she dated at all. Mm. And it makes sense, man, because she was going to get married. And that's radical. So I don't know. Sometimes when I go on these rants, I guess, on the show, I probably know you guys. I'm just trying to process through... I'm a part of this body, and I don't want to add to that culture. And I guess I found through our situation that I had to filter through what I, what churches are supposed to do in these moments versus mm. what does Jesus say? And it made me frustrated that it took it took me a while to think through that. Longer than it should have. I got, yeah, because I, got I had you. to literally catch myself going, wait a minute. I'm about to become the thing I hate mm. because it makes the most sense, right? Yep. It doesn't make sense to forgive someone for the same thing eight times. Dude, that, that's so good, man. It doesn't. But is that so possible? Why, why, why did Peter come to Jesus and say, how many times do I, why does I forgive my brother? The implication is Jesus said seven, he goes seven times, Jesus, which by the way, we act like oh, poor Peter. Bro, you, there's most of you out there aren't forgiving somebody seven times for the same thing. Mm. You're not. Right? Because what would they say? Well, you, you I mean, clearly you haven't repented. And I get it, and that's where it gets ugly, and that's what I'm trying to say of, like, some people would take advantage of that. Yeah. We talked about that in our little conversation last night, but there's mm-hmm. a part that says Jesus told us at the end that there's going to be people that are going to trick us anyway. He said, I'm going to have to separate the sheep and the goats at the end. There's going to be people that I'm going to separate the real believers from the non <sighs> at the end, which means some of them are going to be mixed in with us, and we'll never know. Man, dude. But And that's the thing I've said. I used to say a lot of times it feels like ch- churches and we as Christians are so afraid of wolves that we're shooting sheep, right? Mm-hmm. And it seems to me when I look at Jesus, he said, I would rather let in a pack of wolves than hurt one sheep. Man. You know? And trust the Holy Spirit in that. So I guess I'm frustrated. A lot of this comes from like, I don't like that little part of me that came out of like, even for the split second where I was like, well... Gotta do what's smart. Mm. I thought that. I gotta do what's yeah. smart. You know what I mean? Instead of like, what would Jesus do? What does he really do, man? Mm-hmm. Man, that, dude, that is so, so I don't know. That's probably really seemed like a bunch of rambling, but uh, and I apologize if that's the case, but I mean it's real talk. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And uh I, I love mean, Jesus, man. I yeah. love Jesus. And it's so hard. So and this is gonna sound crazy. Sometimes it's so hard to see him in the midst of our religion. That's the beauty of the chosen. I know a lot of even that the chosen gets attacked. I know, you know. Well, it's not. It's like God bless it, man. You're missing it. Mm-hmm. You guys showed me the scene. I'm not caught up. Where, uh, you know, spoiler, 
It's in the Bible. Peter walks on water. Mm-hmm. And man, I, that did you know you guys sharing that little seven minute clip actually has like reinvigorated me for a minute because I remember that's who he is, dude. I get it, you know. And I, but I, 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 because I can forget. Me too. Because some, you know, this is what I mean by it's scary if we're not careful. Is even me who knows, you know, I've read the Bible, I know Jesus, I preach His word by the grace of God. I can start to believe that they are Him and He mm-hmm. is they. Who is they? The ones that are telling us to be quote smart, mm-hmm. to be, you know, I don't know, man. I just it's it's not know. Jesus. I get what you're saying. And I've, I've noticed how, and we've done it on the show, we have to always be ready to argue. You know we've done this long enough now, we know what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. And that makes me exhausted. Yeah. you know, And I do that in sermons sometimes, and it makes me frustrated. And I've admitted this. Sometimes in the past, I think I've done a little better job in the last few months, but for a while there, is that I'm preaching to my enemies. Mm. I'm preaching to, not even just my enemies, I'm preaching to the Pharisees. Yeah. I'm angry. It leaks out at, at, at the congregation, you know, even yeah. though I'm not mad at them at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're just they're the one I'm preaching to the wolf. Yeah. And that's terrible. And I need to not worry about that, man, hmm. sometimes. So is that all meek sense or is it just I don't, 100%, man. Like, so, it's so, so good. Here's the beauty. I'm going to end in a positive place. King Jesus, man. He, he, and that's why it's so important that we're in the word. And we say that all the time, and it can become even Christianese. Because I've been thinking about people like some of my lists. Almost every one of my lists says, read the word, right? That I give at the end of a sermon. That's mm-hmm. the reason for that. Yeah. You need to be reminded of the pure truth. Oof. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's that's the beauty of it, man. And and the tribes thing has really woken me up. We just, all we do is argue. All we do is argue. It's weird, man. So, I appreciate you sharing, dude, because, like, I know you spoke to me in in several ways during all that, dude. Like, you know, the big one for me was, like, recognizing that, you know, how easy it is and, like, how much I I have also got caught up in, like, the culture of religion and, like, how much I will sit there and think of, like, what you said in that moment. Like, Like, what... How would they? How would the, how would they do it? Quote the right way and not what Jesus would do. That was that hit me in the face, man. So I appreciate you sharing because I was like, dang it. Sometimes I feel like I don't have like a clean ending for people, mm-hmm. and I guess it's because I don't either. I'm just sharing sort of. I'm, I'm trying to put into words an emotion life. I feel. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like I just, I'm tired of feeling frustrated, man. I like frustrated at the way it, it is. Mm-hmm. I'm frustrated myself, man. I'm frustrated at my sinful nature. I'm frustrated that that I get scared to tell people at times because, you know, I said it all. If I was, I said this at the beginning. Think about what I said and it just hit me. If I wasn't a pastor, I'd be more real. Mm-hmm. How gross is that? Mm. If you really think about it, I get, it sucks. And the truth is, I'm not actually fooling God. He knows everything that mm-hmm. I'm doing and done, and my heart and the thoughts I have. You know, all those things. I just end up like, it's this strange game, man. But there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, dude, that's really beautiful, too. And we're in some crazy times. Yeah, no kidding, dude. And it makes me more like, uh, I don't know, man. I think there's going to be a lot, and it's already happening. We're seeing how few real Christians there are. Oh, man. 
Yeah, it's good. And this article we have even shows it. I mean, what happens when it's not just not cool to go to church, but it's actively opposed? Whew. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because there's already a cost to loving people radically. Mm-hmm. If people, and I don't want to shame the guy because I don't think he's a monster, right? The guy we're talking about, Casey Listens. Like, yeah. We love him. Absolutely. One of our, but let me put it this way. If there are other churches, and he knows it, and that's why he was scared, that if they heard what we're doing, they would say we're idiots oh, for walking this out. They would. Definitely they would, would say that. You're right, man. And, man, what would, what would Jesus do? You already know. Judas traveled with him to the end, man. Mm-hmm. Man. I don't know. I guess my advice to Christians listening is like, man, just... Stop worrying about what your mommy and your dad. That's another thing. Some of you people listen to this show even. You let your mommy and daddy, who have, who, and you can get offended if you want, who have a crappy, who may not even be Christians, because I'm just going to be real, and you don't say a word to them because you'd rather have peace than speak truth. Yeah, it's not and even it's not even peace. real peace. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's not even real peace, yeah. And that's exactly why the Christian culture is what it is, because we feel like we have to trade one for the other. Mm-hmm. Man, you're right. And that's Jesus so said, good. you think I've come to bring peace, I've come to bring the sword. I turn people against each other. My truth, and it's like, goodness gracious, man. Man. And to me, oh, I want to quit. It so, <laughs> love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love others as yourself. All the commandments are wrapped up in these two laws. Forgiveness. He who doesn't forgive won't be forgiven. I mean, I could go, like, some of these verses we complicate, and it's, like, pretty obvious. Well, what does that mean? Uh, it's pretty obvious, man. Mm-hmm. If you don't forgive someone, you legitimately don't understand what you are. Yep. I'm not and talking about emotion, right? Emotionally, there's people I don't like. I've told you guys before, the reason, like, I, the reason I know Holy Spirit's real, I want to hate some people. You there's can't. some people I want to hate. Mm-hmm. But you can't do it. No, I can't. <laughs> and I get in arguments with God about that. <laughs> like, why can't I hate him? You know? Come on, God. Anyway, we got some good questions coming up. Oh, yes. Plenty of questions. <sighs> you ready? I'm ready, man. <laughs> this is a hard question, dude. Oh, I forgot. We're going to go in the order here. Okay. We're way behind. Yes. Did you do the encouragement one? We did not do the encouragement one. <sighs> this is a long one. I don't mm-hmm. even know if you're going to put it on the screen. But I think it's good, man. It's good for you to hear. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Someone... I sent this in. Number one, brothers, just some encouragement. I love you both very much, and everyone know everyone I know at the Remnant Church. AJ, my brother, seeing you on episode 199 grieves me to see you so heavy-hearted. You're not a fraud at all, and you're such a blessing from God to me, and I'm surely confident to so many others. Our God is a loving God, and Jesus said, quote, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. John 6, 37. And come to me, all who labor and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. On top of all those well-known verses, we know that our God is gentle and with the lowly. I have so many great things to say about you, AJ, but giving the words of the one who loves you far more is way better. Mm. Pastor Todd, that's, I hate that phrase, but thank you, bro. <laughs> You've always been more of a blessing to me than you know. I've learned a lot from you by how you really listen to those who you lead. You can't really care for those who are around you. I've seen it. Ever since I've come to Christ, you spurred me on. There's so much more I could say about the boat about the both of you, but I will say more later. Hope we can get together soon. I really miss you both and the remnant. So thank you for calling brothers in Christ, KD. Mm. You figured out who that was. Yeah, we did. Dang it. <laughs> I love you, dude. Yeah, I love you too, man. Thank you for your encouragement. It's true though, man. And I, it's kind of kind of funny how like that comes at the time we need it, you know? It's true. <clears throat> so thank you for encouraging us. 
Yeah, dude. I think you're up next. I love there. you very much, my friend. Right there says AJ. Oh, sweet. Okay, I'm gonna read it through my <laughs> tears in my eyes. It's all right, man. It says, Todd, question for you. When people introduce you as Pastor Todd, do you feel like when you're playing sports that you can't be, quote, Todd? Yep. <laughs> Absolutely do. Uh, I've noticed this another weird Christianity thing. Christians pretend they're not competitive. And I say pretend because I played in a church league basketball. And they are competitive. And they are. But you can't <laughs> say that you are. It's weird. And you can't show that you are. Which, once again, just goes back to what you were talking about, about this weird culture full of so much tension that doesn't have to be there tell you a little story briefly i don't know if i've told this oh boy i think i have we were in a church league basketball <laughs> and this lady mm. i don't want to say her name okay say it but this lady mm-hmm. we're playing her sons she her sons are on a team yeah and they're pretty good man those guys are athletic oh sure uh this and I, not all of her sons but several of her sons are on this team it's their church and they're athletic, and one of the most athletic ones coming up, and somebody said something like, oh, I can't get there. And I said, I got him, I got him, I'll get him. Mm-hmm. Communicating to my team that sure. what? Playing defense, man. That I'm going to play defense. Yeah. She yells out to the refs that I said I'm going to injure him because I said I'm going to get him. After the game... By the way, I did look over at one point and go, you can't do this. I was just very calmly. That calm, mm-hmm. you were there. I was like, you can't do this. She was actually like had a role in the league. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you can't be talking to the refs when you're supposed to be a neutral thing in the whole league. Mm-hmm. And then saying these things for everybody to hear. And then she was like, blah, 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 blah. Comes up to me after the game. I'll never forget this. Starts yelling at me and then says, <laughs> out of nowhere. And it was so petty, dude. And I'm and listen, God bless her because I've heard good things about her. But like we're all human. But this culture. And she looks at me and goes, and, it, and I want you to understand there's no context to this. We're just kind of like, I don't know why you're saying that. I was like, telling her, I was like, I was getting your son. I wasn't going to get him. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Nobody says that. I'm going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, well, there's some people here that can't even believe you're a pastor. And I'm like, I remember actually what I said is like, I don't give a crap. Like, uh, which probably didn't help my case. But I don't know, man. Just another example. So yeah, the answer is, do I, can I be competitive? No. Uh, well, I am anyway, but I, yeah. does it put more pressure on me? Yeah, I think that's why I don't like the term in general. Yeah, you're right, so. and, and it does make things different. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, hey, here we go, AJ. Have you... Sorry. I'm trying to keep keep track here. Oh, you're, you're all right, bro. Uh, how, have you guys, how have you guys been stepping out of your comfort zone this week? Ooh, so one thing that I've been trying to do... Now, again, I haven't done it consistently... You know, and actually Cowboy Kenny can actually test this because it was funny because he made a joke one time. But I've been trying to make it a more of a habit. And I want to get it more consistent to be cold showers because cold showers suck, but they're good for you. Um, so how am I getting out of my comfort zone? Cold showers. So have you been doing it? Not consistently. <laughs> Here and there. But you have a little. I have a little bit, yes. Yeah. It was funny because he made a joke because of... Uh, it was actually really cold outside, but I had just taken a shower, and I was like, yeah, I don't feel too bad out here. He goes, yeah, man, you're just in a steaming hot shower. So, like, that's how I know he knows I haven't been taking them consistently, because I was like, yeah, you're right, man. I did take a warm one. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, how have I stepped out of my comfort zone this week? Well, I just talked to you guys and tried to be real, which led me to ramble. That's not yeah. comfortable for me, because I don't trust many people out there. Sure. Uh <laughs> to not but yeah i think that's part of it i do take cold showers i kind of got out of it when i got sick mm. and i started again this week weirdly and it is frigid man and oh, you yeah. know one of the things i do to help you dude is i don't 
Like I pretend I'm jumping out of a plane almost. Like you just, I count to ten and get in it. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard these this, this these breathing technique things work, and I know you've kind of talked about this breathing thing. What is that? Do it you means just, you breathe during it, because typically when you're shocked, you go, you know, uh, and it means focusing on your breath, so, but not hyperventilating. Gotcha. You know, yeah. Focusing on the <laughs> Glad you said that because knowing myself, I'm probably like, yeah. Before you know, I pass out in the shower, and that's a disaster. <laughs> um. All right, you're up, man. Does the Bible talk about space aliens? Not direct. No, there are people that think that there are these verses that talk about, let's say, the Nephilim that mm-hmm. are brought up. Which one of the Nephilim? Well, supposedly this crazy thing happened with some fallen angels and some humans. They bred with some humans and created these crazy things that are no longer around. These mm-hmm. beings. Which interesting thought. Some people believe that mythologies were based on the Nephilim. So, like Hercules was a Nephilim that was around, running around, you know. Stronger than normal human. Anyway, Wild uh, n- does the Bible talk about space? No. Uh, there are people that believe, like, we'll look into that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've always said this, man. Aliens doesn't affect my theology at all. No. Even if they showed up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, this, the, the Bible is the, the word to us. It's, Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day. And there's, it isn't addressed. Yep. Okay. Move on. I'm going to move here. Oh, wait. I got to make a mark so we remember. <laughs> <laughs> weird sound I just made. <laughs> Me too. Uh, why do why do people blame God for all their problems? Satan gets a free ride. Can anyone say blinded? How do we change to reading God's word daily? Mm. I think people blame God for all their problems because they can't. I think, and and you know, funny enough, I can actually relate to this to an extent because of their self hatred, and because of how much they truly when they. If they were to truly look at the mirror and realize how bad they really are, they couldn't handle it. So, yes, I think they'd rather blame God for their problems because it takes the responsibility oh, off that's, of them. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Uh-huh. Pretty deep. Um, and they also do, though. I think what's interesting that, yeah, anyway, go on. You know, Satan gets a free wide. Free, a so free how do we wide. change to reading God's word daily? Mm. Um, I it's think, cool that they made it a connection between not, if we don't want to do that, then we need to read the word, right? Like, that'll help us not do that. Mm. I think that in order to change into reading your, you know, God's word daily, I think that you have to, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable in the times that you don't understand, because that is, I know for me, that's that's what's made me not always read before is when I'm not understanding things. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to be faithful to His word even when it's not making sense, because it's still teaching you, even if you don't recognize it in the moment. It's powerful, man. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's good. I don't have anything to add to that. All right. Um, I will. Um, let's see. If you're watching the video, you just saw a magical thing occur. We had to cut briefly because we have a special guest, and I had to pick her up. Oh. Now, strangely, she got very, very shy right before we came on. AJ scared her. That's right. So uh, if everyone has it, let's see if I can get her to turn around. If you're listening, i got Daisy Grace here, oh. my little baby. She's not so little anymore. Daisy. <laughs> she, she, dude, she's hey, not leaving that shoulder. What's, she, what's her face looking like? She's just like... <laughs> dude, she, she's... Hey, Daddy, want to show you something? Look. Look. Wow. <laughs> I've dude. never seen her like this. If you... Okay, you're on camera. She is very... It's like she knows the camera's on. It's, dude, it's bizarre. Oh, hey, it's okay. Look. Look what I got. I'm going to try to grab random things here. See you. See Oh, I don't want to do that one. Yeah, that that. shoot, no, shoot, shoot the party. Shoot the party popper gun. I got a ball. Hey, look. 
<laughs> Dude, she she is like Does she looks scared. She doesn't look scared. She just kind of looks like she's just like looking past things. Like she's just like, hey, can you turn? <laughs> <laughs> this is Dude. ridiculous. It's okay. Look, you want to see it now? No. Oh, scared. AJ is scary. I'm a scary. I'm a scary berry. <laughs> I'm not letting you go. Look, say hi to everyone. Say hi. 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 What's a dog do? Woof, woof. 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 <laughs> All right. So She's we're, like, get, we're loosening up. There here. we go. She's got the pen. Thank you for giving me the pen. Oh, why are you being so shy? You're not normal. Woof, woof. Give a huggy. Give a huggy. <laughs> give a hug. Give a kiss. No, you give a kiss. <laughs> You're being so shy. Oh. This is not typically her. Uh-huh. I did not expect this. What's this? Well, you want it? You want to hold oh, she's, it? She's opening up a little bit. You want to stand on it? She saw a cowboy back there for a second. And she's like, I feel more comfortable now. See, is that she loves you, man. He's the wizard of kids. He is, annoying. man. He is the wizard of kids. Well, this, this segment this, is not going the way I anticipated. This is going to be. She's the, not being her normal self. That's okay, man. She saw AJ. That's right. But she knows you though. She does know me. Hey, this is a very new environment for us. Here's the thing, and I've talked about this. People think because of her personality, she's very uh, extroverted. Mm-hmm. She's actually pretty shy. Like, yep. well, I wouldn't say shy. Hey, there you go. Give him kissy. She is what? You give it to death. This is going to be like the most the most uh, popular segment, no matter what. I doubt it. What? Will you look and face the camera so you can see your pretty face? <laughs> She's like, what is that? There it is. See, look right there. Look right there. There you go. No. See, see that red thing? <laughs> Why don't you wave? See, wave. <laughs> hey, look. 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 See? There you go. Say hi. <laughs> you have it? Oh. Yeah, she's not doing her normal stuff. Anyway, this is, you want to stand on it? Oh, no, she doesn't. What? See all this crazy stuff? That's why I thought you'd have fun. She's pointing to your Michael Scott figure. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, sorry for the awkward silence here. I'm trying to get her. She's normally quite talkative. Mm Mm-hmm. What? Why do you keep wanting to put it in my hand? Oh, does this actually talk? I don't think so. Feel it. There's something in there. I've never experienced this. There is a box in there of some kind. Yeah. I wonder if there's a zipper or something. What, you see the camera? See that red light? Say hi. You want to say bye? She'll say bye more often than hi. (laughs) You look like you are petrified. (laughs) Normally she'd be standing on this table, as we all know. That's right. Running around. Yeah, that that does feel like something is meant to almost talk in that. What do you want? Look. Ah, there you go. That's you. That's a drink. And look over there. Look over there. <laughs> Say hi. Hi. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> you can't see me. That's right. I'll let you go. Play oh, what? How sweet. Say bye. Bye. Say bye. You gotta say bye. Mm. You hear that? Yeah, yeah. I heard the dog. <laughs> Do it. Oh. <laughs> what? You see all that? What is that? That was me, but she did it to her. Oh, yeah. Say hi. What's this? 
Yeah, that's pretty soft, isn't it? That's her touching it. Oh, yeah. Say hi. Watch Daddy. Look. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, you got it, didn't you? Is it? it looks like a dog, kind of. All right. Well, that's it. So watch this. Magic trick. Ready? Magic trick. One, two, three. All right. I think you're up here, my friend. Yes, sir. I have a slobber mark on me from... <laughs> Daisy <laughs> says, why is this verse so hard for Christians to obey? Why do Christians want to keep accounts of wrongs? And this is a first Corinthians 13 five. It says it is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. So the, I, um, I think, I don't know, man, I think, um, I think it kind of goes back to what you said. I think people like to keep a record wrong for a couple reasons. One, is uh, I've always said this. If we can keep the focus on off ourselves and our issues, the easiest way to do that is to focus on someone else's. Mm-hmm. And two, good, um, we just like to make people pay penance, man. We just like to be the judge, jury, and executioner. That's so good. You're right, dude. So that's why we need to follow God and do what we kind of talked about earlier is what would Jesus do? So. Yep. Anyway, that's the answer that I have. I, I got nothing to add, dude. That was really good. All right. <laughs> We got so many questions, don't we? It's wild. (laughs) (laughs) We won't talk about it. What (laughs) steps have you taken? You guys taken in your journey this week? Um, you don't need to read it, man. You just got. I'm I'm reading it to you. Okay. (laughs) Um, every time I've read a question, you've taken the time to reread it, and I'm like, why am I even reading this question? (laughs) I think it's a natural. I don't know why that's a natural response for me. I don't know why I I get it. Um, what steps have you guys taken in your journey this week? Mm. Assuming they mean journey of faith. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm gonna take from that. Um, I would say, I, well, actually, pretty cool. I actually get to live out my faith. You know, I won't go super into detail, but like, you know, it's one of those things, man. Where like you don't realize how you're you're living in sin sometimes. Like mm. you just don't ever. Sometimes you don't even see it, or if you do, you don't acknowledge it. So like, I know I was kind of holding some. I was holding some. Um, some frustration and some and some anger, if I'm honest, like, you know, towards it towards somebody. And it was cool because I got to, you know, I finally was like, you know what? Like it took us unfortunately it took a, it took unfortunate circumstances and situations for me to see it. But the cool part was as I was able to tell them, Hey, you know, I have treated you differently and I've treated you wrong. You know, and um I got to repent for that and I got to tell them like, Hey, like, you know, I'm sorry. So that that was really cool, man. Like so that for me that's been a big step because that's an area where, like, you know, I think there's a part of me that knew. Wow, sorry, folks. Oh, yeah. You, uh, <sighs> Gosh. There was, a, there was a part of me that knew. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. There was a part of me that knew that, like, it was there, right? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, like, fully acknowledging it. So, I don't know, man. It was just cool that I got to live that out, you know, and that happened this week, so. It is cool, man. Yeah. Um. What's that about taking the journey this week? It's an interesting question, man. I, I don't really know how to answer it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to answer it other than to tell you. I think about the. I think about it constantly, mm-hmm. you know. And so, what steps have I taken? Keep repenting, man. Like mm-hmm. you know, it sounds crazy when I feel convicted, even though at times I'm repenting for things that I keep doing. You know, and I'm like, you know what? I have two options. That one voice says he's never going to believe you. Stop. You don't mean it. And the other voice says no. 
if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. You know, mm. I'm already cleansed, so it's more for my benefit than his because he's already forgiven me. So that's just like something I do out of faith, even when I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. That's I don't really know if that good, man. Question. No, that's good. All right, you're up, man. All right. Um, yeah, you're on, I would just go to the next page. I worry about that Got one. you. I would probably go with the second one there. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, because um, that technically is the first one on that page. This guy. Gotcha. How old, how old is like the Bible? Depends on what you mean. If you mean by the oldest book or when it was completed. If it's mm. when it's completed, it's like 1,900 years, something like that, because it was, I think the last book of the Bible was written like 90 AD, so it comes out to, hmm. you know, a little over that, over 1,900 years. That's pretty clearly. wild, man. Um, if you're going for the total, they say the earliest book of the Bible was written like, either was either, was either, either it was either Genesis or Job, written by Moses probably, when he was wondering about the desert so mm. uh, that people scholars often put that at like 1400 bc so if you wow. the early if you took the whole total bible like from the earliest book it's like almost 4000 years old if you go from when it was finished it'd be like n- over 1900 years old man dude that's just wild it's really wild is when you look how accurate our modern bible is to the earliest it's 99% accurate to the earliest bible we have not the next closest is like 20% close, like, that's, how people we've, we've talked about that, that before, I don't know off the top of my head, yeah. but how do people deny that, that God is not in that, like, I, I just don't understand it, it's good stuff, man. that's what they say about us, man, it's, it's odd, mm-hmm. um, hmm. <laughs> Christians seem to be either angry or sad, why is this, what is the appeal in that, mm. I think, uh, first off, I think you're right, like, Christians do seem either angry or sad a lot of the time. I, if I'm honest, I've, I've, I've shown that example myself. Mm. Um, yeah, here's man. the thing. You know, when it comes to, you know, life, when Jesus says, follow me, he doesn't mean that life is going to get easier. Mm. He just says it's going to get better. So, you know, that means that there's still going to be moments of anger. There's still going to be moments of sadness. Um, so the appeal is not in the fact that, you know, we're always just, maybe we always do seem angry or sad. And you're right, the appeal is not in the feelings. That's the truth. Yeah, but this is from the outside. Mm. So I guess what the, the way I read this question is, if I'm a non-Christian and all I ever do is look at Christians and they're angry or sad, like, you're going to go, well, it's not a feeling of emotion. Like, they're not going to get that. Mm, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? I think that's the heart, like, the way the question comes off to me. Mm. Maybe from a non-Christian. Gotcha. So, so they're like, I listen, would, why would I want to be what you guys are? You're always sad or angry. Mm. So I would say you can't follow what we show. Okay, then you guys don't follow what you show. Who wants to be sad and depressed all the time? It's mm. good. It's a good question. I'm just being <laughs> honest, man. Yeah. Like, um, I would say that you know they have. To, I would tell that person that you need to have a true encounter with Jesus because this this faith Christianity it's all based on Jesus. It's not based on. So being with Jesus is going to make me sad and angry all the time. Then why mm. would I do that? It wouldn't. That's 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 the key. Is that? But yeah, it is. You said you follow them, and that, and you just agree that Christians are sad and angry all the time. I think that's because we li- we don't actually like truly always live out what we're supposed to live out. Why not? Is it not real? <clears throat> it is real. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just playing Joe Schmo out there. Sure. No, I've I've, I've you know. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, you. Man, I mean, I think everything you said is right, dude. I think. Like clearly, that we know that's the real answer, but the truth is, it's kind of what we talked about at the beginning. Mm-hmm. We said, 
people should be looking at us going, what's different? And instead, they're looking at us going, those dudes are miserable people. Absolutely. You know, and that's not always because certainly we know some people that are joy filled and, and, yeah. and, you know, one, one Triple thing, B, uh, oh, yeah. I think of Bethany, I think a lot of people that are very joy filled. Oh, dude, it's definitely a gifting for sure for them. Even Mandy's pretty, like naturally pretty joy filled mm-hmm. person. I would say like big part of that, like, cause I know one of the big arguments that people have against Christians is like, you know, the idea of like hypocrisy, you guys are hypocrites. You know, it's funny cause like there's a lot of truth in that though. You're right. Like, you're right. We are because we claim to follow this thing and then we don't always follow it and we still sin and we mess up. The beauty is that the, the message of the gospel tells us that that's why we do need Christ in the first place. You know, so yeah. it's like I don't know. Well, maybe I'll change the question for you, dude. Why you just said it's true? Why are Christians angry and sad all the time? I think Christians. And is there an appeal in that? Well, clearly, there's no appeal in that. Nobody yeah, there's wants... no appeal in that for sure. Why are they mad and uh, sad and angry? I think they're sad because there's probably a part of them that didn't want to let go of what they previously had. You know, before being saved, like I know I, I've experienced that before. Just because, like, you're that, it's what you were used to. It's what you were comfortable with. Um, why are they angry? Um, I think that Christians are angry a lot of the time because they, I don't know, man, I, I guess at least for me, like I, we talked about earlier, like this weird culture that we have, it just causes tension. Well, know? they're probably going off what they see on TV, man. So we're all mm. sad and a lot of the TV stuff's angry. So like you got a choice between Joel Olstein or angry Bob down the street and you mm. don't know Jesus, which one seems like a more appealing thing? That's not yeah. even an insult. I'm just saying. Sure. So I guess, I don't know, man. I don't ever want to get to the point where we're trying to give people answers to stuff that just sounds good. Because mm-hmm. I don't have, like, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I could feel you trying to, like, there, there's no answer here, man. We're, we are, we don't believe what we say we believe. We don't live out of it. Mm. We don't, in my opinion, we don't focus on, you know, if you literally lived out, you said you're sad. If you lived out of the fact, like, you just submitted something pretty real. You said, sometimes I'm sad because I miss what I gave up. Mm-hmm. So then what does that say about what you have? That it's not enough, which is, yeah, man, that's hard. Like, that is hard to, like, tell people, like, why be a Christian? And, like, it, it's true. And I think you actually started to hit the nail on the head. It's not about those feelings. Mm-hmm. But I think the sad thing is, like, we don't seem joyful. When you mm-hmm. look at the fruit of the Spirit, peace, patience, love, joy, kindness, gentle, self-control, like, joy's in there. And I know I'm, listen, I'm convicted of that. I, I'm a mopey guy. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> me too, man. I think it really boils down to we don't do what Jesus said. And we focus on our circumstances rather than on him. It reminds me of that clip you guys showed from The Chosen when he said, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, And they added this part, but Jesus has said it other places. He just said, keep your eyes on me. Mm -hmm. No matter what comes, he goes, I have things. You know, it's a really cool scene where Jesus and The Chosen says to Peter, the character, both of them. Again, it's not scripture, but the heart of it is, and it's pointing to stuff. And he says, I've got a lot of plans for you, and some of them are hard things. Mm-hmm. But even in the midst of that, keep your eyes on me. The fact is, man, are you really keeping your eyes on him? I'm not. I'm not either, I'm looking man. around at the waves. Yeah, that's right. And that's when you sink, man. Yeah. So we got to do a better job. I think we... Agreed. We don't live... I know I don't. I can't speak for anyone else. I think the angry ones are probably just hateful people, man. A lot of... Ang- like, I'm one of them. <laughs> uh, but I think when I think of this, I guess I, if I'm thinking of a Christian, I'm thinking of, like, the people where you see those crazy guys going, ah, I just watched one today. <laughs> Where this guy, it showed this clip, and they were kind of, it was called Christian Memes, which I wasn't even looking up. And the video was this guy going, is it a sin for women to wear pants? Yeah, it's a sin. A lot of ignorant people out there. Going against the design of creation. So, like, whether he knew it or not, the guy's implying that pants and skirts, right, when we both know that the heart. Now, they did take an excerpt. Maybe his point was, 
you're blurring the lines. But from that excerpt, it sounds crazy, right? Mm-hmm. He seemed angry about, or the guy, did you see the one about the guy with beard saying you shouldn't have beards? Yes. Oh, Christian should have a beard, a bunch of sinning men. And it's like, bro, Jesus had a beard. Oh, man. They had beards. Yeah, those, those Christian meme ones are ridiculous. So my point, but those are real people, man. Yeah. That claim in the name. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, and I think AJ is right, though. I want to back him up. I mean, Jesus, man, that's who you got to follow. Yeah. So yeah. don't look at us. We're just a bunch of people, you know, on that journey, too, man. Exactly. Messed up. That's what we're, we need. We're in the same spot as you. So I'm sorry for messing with you. I was trying no, to you're do fine. what they're doing, right? Be, which no. I think helped because you still pointed back to them. Absolutely, man. I don't. I don't mind you doing that because people need to like know like what it's like. Like yeah, that's that what is people what it's are. Like, yeah, you know. I actually think this next question kind of goes into, oh, excuse me, what we actually kind of just discussed. It says Jesus is not a feeling or faith is not a feeling. What does this mean? Where's that at? It's down here somewhere. <laughs> you just picked one. Only reason I'm asking you is because I'm marking them for you later. Oh, got you. Yeah, I thought I nice. kind of was. I was going through and was like, hey, I feel like this kind of no, this kind of goes that's into good. it. I think that's. Jesus is not a feeling or facing it. What does that mean? I think it means the same thing. So, like, truth is not dependent on our feelings. Hmm. And what those phrases mean is, like, Jesus, if you base your faith on the days that you feel an emotional high, hmm. you're going to crash and burn. <sighs> faith in, in and of itself is almost opposite of feeling. Everybody will do what they feel. If I feel like loving someone because they love me, I'll love them. Faith says, I'm going to do something because I believe that what I'm called to do is the best way because God told me to, or, you know, because of Jesus, even if it doesn't make sense in the world standard or I don't feel it. Mm. Does that make sense oh, at yeah, all? Definitely. So I think that's what it means, man. Faith, faith can't be based on feeling or it's not faith. I can't say I have faith to put my you know book on this table, really, mm-hmm. when I'm sitting here going, you know, like when it's obvious. Hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, definitely, dude. Great question. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, boy. I got a doozy for you. Okay. So I've been seeing a lot of posts on social media about gender swapping and men trying to be women and how men are saying that they can get pregnant because they are transgender men. And now men. But they're calling themselves men. They're not men. I guess my question is, do I comment on things or how do I fight against that stuff to help encourage people towards God when it comes to gender? Interesting. Um, So... You know, you're looking for a way, you know, do I comment on those things? I say that it's wise to pick your battles. Yeah. Um, you have to be willing to weigh the cost of what it's going to do. Um, and that, that has several factors, whether this is a person you know, it's a person you don't know. Um, is, is it a public platform? So like you said, it is social media. So like, you know, um, you know, can you go to them personally? You could. Um, so there's a lot of things to take into account, you know, in, in something like this. Um, if you're wanting to stand for this, stand up for this, you know, and and speak some truth, you can do it without being hateful, but still expect them to think you're hating them. I guess is my my advice. Um, you know, I'd say try to make it as make it as clear as you can, and also even just asking questions. You know, you don't have to sit there. You know, you don't have to comment on on someone's thing. You know, on someone's post, and just go straight to like you know, hellfire and brimstone you know but like you can even just by simply asking questions yeah that's good can make them think more now again i'm not saying that's a guarantee they might still be angry but mm-hmm. you know if, if if this is something you're willing to dive into just expect anger and hate because what does jesus tell us the world's gonna hate you for, for loving me yeah. so i don't know hope that makes sense i think it makes sense and I, honestly man when it comes to me it depends on how well i know the person mm-hmm. am i close to him yep 
and do they know Jesus? So I might be more like if it's someone claiming to be a Christian and they're seeing this stuff, even if I don't know them well, I'm probably I may comment. Because yep. now if it's someone I don't know real well and I know they're not a Christian, you know, they're not going to get it's, it. Yeah, it's hard to weigh that because you're like, and yeah, that exactly, weird. they're not going to understand. Now, that doesn't mean we don't stand up in public forums, right? Politics, even some of that stuff, and stand up and try to say what we say and, and yeah. stand for truth because it affects our families and our kids and stuff. But mm. that's just my view, and I, so I agree with you for the most part. The big thing is, do you speak up to the people that you have influence in your life? True. That's the ones you got to worry about, not mm. the ones you don't have influence in because, you know, you're going to have to... That's the big deal. We need to focus more on our own families, our churches, uh, Christians, you know, people in our circle of influence, because that's all we can influence. So they don't, good, they don't care what we think otherwise. Um, and if you try to come to a non-Christian or transgender, they, their whole viewpoint, they don't, they're not going to get it. No, they're not. They're not going to understand. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I think it's you. I would, you could always go down here. I don't know. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to do, how can I love my, how can I love my spouse better? When people say, quote, God calls us to love our spouse this way, end quote, what does that mean? Does it mean following his word and loving no matter what? It's tough, man. Uh, Love your spouse better. I would go by what Ephesians said. I cannot, I've hit this thing 17 times, which is why I get so angry that it gets messed up all the time. It's not you, man. Just me, irrationally at angry no, okay. at inanimate objects. I get it. Um, Ephesians tells us, right, for one, what the marriage should look like. Um, you know, when you think of love, agape love, which is a godlike love, it's like mm. described, right, the kind of love you're talking about here. That's in 1 Corinthians. Love is patient, love is kind, love keeps no record of wrongs. Start there. Mm. Are you keeping a record of wrongs? Are you punishing your... Your spouse, if you're a wife, are you respecting your husband? Or are you making him only when he earns it or only when he agrees with you? What is respect? Do you even know? Are you trying to find out? Husbands, are you gentle with your wives? The Bible says that. If you're not gentle with your wives, your prayers are hindered. Man. Which is wild. Man. Um, you know, are you putting them above you as Christ loves the church? All these things, man. So yeah. how do you love them better? How, just try to think about how Jesus would love them and apply that. And a real easy way, if you want a tangible thing to do, go to 1 Corinthians and put your name in there. So love is patient. Todd is patient. Is that true? Mm-hmm. If not, then I'm not being loving. Dang Todd it. is kind. Am I being kind good to truth, my spouse? Dude. Good truth. You know, that's, that's, that's where I would start. Oh, yeah. Um, that part where you talked about prayer, like your prayer being hindered, man, that's something I, I don't remember that. Yeah. So whenever you bring it up, I go... It's, oh, it's such an interesting geez. verse, man. I've studied a lot. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a, you know... I don't know. We can go into That's that good another stuff, time. Man. Excuse me. Um, yeah, we gotta. How do you feel about suicide? Do you think it's a selfish act? What do you think people are thinking in that moment? What do you do if you're thinking about doing it or have had thoughts about it? Mm. Uh, I will say that I do believe it is a selfish act. I will say that. Um, you know, I think that in that moment you're making, you know, Todd says this a lot, but you're making a, a permanent decision over a temporary feeling. And, um, you know, I think that you're not taking, in that moment when people decide to do this, you know, they're not taking into account how it's going to affect everybody around them. Um, you know, what do I think about people? What do you think people are thinking in that moment? I think that they just feel like there's no way out, man. No hope. It's right. There's there's no hope in, in anything. Uh, there's no hope in getting out of whatever they're in. There's no hope in getting rid of the way they feel. The pain. Uh-huh. Any of it. Yeah. Um, 
what do you do if you're thinking about doing it or have had thoughts about it? Uh, talk about it. Talk about it. Um, you know, I think that it's so important to not carry that yourself. Um, find people, get people around you that can that can truly walk that out with you. Like, truly be beside you. And it doesn't matter when or when, you know, when or how, you know, they, they're, they're there. Because um, that's, that's the ultimate you know, you talk about a, a losing battle when you're when you have those thoughts and you're by yourself, man. It, it's a losing battle. I mean, mm. it, it's hard to get out of that place mm-hmm. by yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't say impossible, but man, it's it feels like it's dang near. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think you said everything right. Um, especially, what do you think people are thinking? I've been there. That's it's part of my story. Mm. In that moment, I'm not even. I, you, it's hard. It is selfish outwardly. Yeah. But in the moment, a lot of times. I can tell you from my experience, it. I began to believe nobody cared, like it would. It would. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. And in fact, in some ways, I'm like it would make their lives easier. That's the lie. It definitely the lack of hope. You said it felt like a dark room. I couldn't get out. of. I used to tell yep. people I was in like a gray. It wasn't even dark. I was in gray. I couldn't <sighs> see. Um, this is a long time ago, you know. Right, <sighs> a couple of years after I was saved and, mm-hmm. and life fell apart. So, uh, he's right on. You got to talk to people. You got to talk to people. Um, I don't care, you know, if you're Christian or non-Christian, you've got, and think about it, any other big decision you're going to make in life, and this might help some of you rationally even, you're going to get opinions, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you get an opinion on something as big as like, you know, should I end my life? And uh, this strikes close to home for me, man. You know that I had a close friend just mm-hmm. recently. I've had this happen a lot in my life, weirdly. <sighs> uh, one of my best friends, that's part of my story too, 14 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was with him that night. Dropped him off at home, killed himself. Um, a good buddy of mine a couple months ago, a few months ago, you know, mm-hmm. guy you wouldn't think would would have done it. Didn't know, you know. And by the time, by the time you, you real, and he didn't do that either, man. He didn't talk. He made that decision. Yep. And that's the scary thing, guys. And I'll tell you this. This world is dangerous, and that's the beauty of Jesus. It's real. And the hope he offers is real. And what's... We got to remember the truth, and so I guess I'm speaking to Christians out there because I, you know, you can be a Christian and struggle with that. You know, that's not of God. That thought is not of God. No, man, God nope. would never want you to do that. No, nope. especially when He says faith, love, and hope will always be around. Right? That's so right. So hope. Where's that hope at? If something's taking your hope, that is not of God. That's right, man. You know, so it's so important to talk to people, man. It's so Absolutely. important to pray and ask God. You know, that's something I did too, man. Ask God to take that away. Mm. You know, to give you light, to show himself to you. Because listen, he's still a living God, man. He's still moving. Mm. So that's good, man. All right. Uh, oh yeah, I think you're up. Oh yes, I think I am too. Um, let's see. Can a Christian be demon possessed? How do you confront a demon possessed person? Huh. Uh, no, a Christian, a true Christian, cannot be demon possessed. The best way to think of it is: if your body's a house, your house is already boarded up and sealed, and somebody's already living there. Mm. Jesus is. Holy Spirit, I mean, the Holy Spirit is in you. It's sealed. It, darkness cannot be in the light. Remember, we all said that. There's no yep. way, zero way. And if you've been told that, it's zero way a true Christian can be possessed. Mm. Possessed means your actions are even being controlled internally, right? Something's That's internally right. inside of you. Oppression can happen to a Christian. So the best way to look at it is what's the difference between something being inside of the house and living on it and something on the outside throwing rocks at it? So oppression, good analogy. the enemy can like demons and all that could can try to lie to you it's why we need to know scripture it's why we need to not be in sin things like that to give Absolutely. it a, a foothold 
demon-possessed? No, you cannot be. We have zero proof of that in Scripture. We know that's not the case, and Jesus mm. even talks about that. It's a whole different topic when he says, you know, unless you, if, if, I, if I cast something out of someone, unless somebody goes in there and lives, essentially, they're just going to come back. <sighs> you know, it's the interesting part. Um, which probably makes no sense to you guys. I shouldn't even brought it up. Yes, uh, so Noah Christian got me demon-possessed. How do you confront a demon-possessed person? Listen, man, I'm going to be honest with you. That's a tough one for me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, I can tell you, it's part of our story. We had a situation happen at this church. Yep. Um, the only time in my life that I was about to actually do this, and I'll tell you what I was going to do, mm -hmm. whether this is right or wrong. When I look at Jesus, by the way, there is, there is no direction that we are to go out and cast out demons. Mm. People go, well, I told the, no, he told the apostles and to decide to, to do, do that, that for, an, for a specific purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, back then, and disciples for a specific person. In fact, when someone outside of disciples tried to, crazy stuff happened. Just got beat up. Beat up. So, <laughs> um, does that mean it should happen? So, I'm of the opinion personally. I'm just going to be real talk. I don't mess with that stuff. If it comes across my way, um, I don't have any authority. So, even in me confronting, if I confront on my own power, I'm in trouble. Oh yeah. You know, I don't have mm -hmm. any power in the demonic realm on my own. Nope. Holy Spirit does. God does. So, any authority I have comes in Him. So I've never experienced a moment where I had to do this beyond. We had a moment happen. I, I don't want to. Maybe we, I don't think we've told this whole story. I don't know if we I'm not going to do it right now. Yeah. If you guys want to know, you can ask. Say, hey, tell us the story in an episode, and we'll tell you. Mm -hmm. But we had a lady show up here. Cowboy Kenny was around for this. That's right, man. Crazy story happened. She showed up. I could go on and on about why we think she was demon possessed. In fact, Cowboy Kenny was directly. She wouldn't come within ten feet of me. She wouldn't come within 10 feet of this church. She wouldn't come in the church. Mm -hmm. She screamed. She did things with her body that is not humanly possible. Mm -hmm. We're all pretty athletic. Not a single one of us can do what this lady did. Nah. She drunk. Dude, I'm telling you, think of this. She was on her knees at one point, bent straight backwards, her back pretty much touching the ground, and then jumped. No, and forward. No, forward. It was forward the first time. The other mm -hmm. time, she was spinning with her body almost touching the ground and jumps from a, from a position on her knees to her feet. And just gone. It was unbelievable. Elite NFL athletes probably could not do that. Yep. So, you know, people are like, well, maybe she was high. Maybe. That wasn't the sense we got. And it was very bizarre. Mm -hmm. Point is, we're sitting here, we're praying. We just prayed. I look out and I tell God, and, and you, this is a fact. I don't know if you were back here. You were here at that time, right? When I did the like, hey, at this time, I'm and going out. You said five minutes. Huh? Yeah, he was getting food. Yeah, when he fled mm -hmm. and left us to die. That's right. Um, <laughs> so, so, Cowboy Kenny was there. And I actually said, and I think it was... I don't remember the exact number, but it was like 25. I do remember that because it was five, mm -hmm. like on the clock. And I looked at him. I said, listen. He's like, what are we going to do? We're like, what are we going to do? I'm like, listen, man. I prayed. I'm like, God, if that she's still out there doing this stuff let's, in five minutes, I'm just going to go out there. Then, then I know you want me to go out there. So my mm -hmm. plan was I was going to, everybody's like, what are we going to do? I was like, I don't know. I was going to go out there and go in the name of Christ, pray and, you know, and, and tell it to get out of here. Mm -hmm. Pray for this woman. Because here's the thing. God still loves that woman. Oh, yeah. Um, so as we sat there and prayed, dude, and this part's crazy. At the exact second that I open, went to open the door, she jumped up, looked back, jumped up, and walked off. Mm -hmm. That's a true story. Yep. So how would you confront it? In the power of Christ, man, you pray. That's good. You know, these whole things where you go, oh, you know, I... That's that's the only thing I can tell you. That's right, man. Um, I do know that we are to put on the full armor of God in Ephesians 6, that that's our weapon. The truth is our weapon. The sword of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Mm. So, 
Yeah. It's good, man. Yeah, I, I don't know if that helps at all. I think it does. I do know that that's pretty popular, like this idea of we're like these avenging warriors. Listen, man, I don't want to mess with that stuff. It's okay? true, man. It's uh, Now, is, is that stuff real? Absolutely. Definitely. Do I think there's things that we try to put on the medical community like that? that is probably demonic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, we talked about this the other day. Some of these serial killers... Yep. We've looked into this, and you could look into it. I'm not going to say their name to give them more popularity, but they've become popular. Every single one of them, almost, that I've looked at had a cult or, or these demonic, they've even set entities or voices telling them what to do. Yep. Gosh, man. I'm telling you, man. This stuff's crazy. It's, it's creepy. It definitely is real. It's very creepy. Anyway. All right, so I think that... Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> 